Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Turd Ferguson Reports Conversations with Coaches. It is game week, and today we go back down to Fayette County to talk to Coach Lee Belknap. He joins us for uh, the second year, an old friend of ours uh, from last year. Coach Belknap, how are you doing today? Doing well, Art. Thank you again for uh, having us on tonight um, and letting us represent our program. Well, Coach, you're down there with the McIntosh Chiefs. Uh, how do you, how do you spend your off season, Coach? I know we're getting ready for the season, but do you, do you, are you able to take a break uh, once the season's over with? You know, we we try to. I, I think a few years ago, the we actually had off season. I don't know if we really have an off season anymore, but um, we do try to take a little bit of break. You know, normally as soon as the season's over, you you get your banquet planned out, and uh, all coaches know your season's not over until your banquet is over. So as soon as <laughs> so as soon as you get that monster out of the way, you can uh, focus on Christmas break and um, you know, training the guys up in weight training and encourage them to play a second sport. But um, as far as me personally, I like to read a little bit and try to play a little bit of golf and more importantly watch some golf on tv so uh, that's uh, that's kind of my hobbies uh, my wife and i are involved in our church and you know we just try to enjoy the the off time and uh, the grind didn't quite as uh, as bad that time of the year and catch our breath a little bit coach uh tell us a little bit about last season how did how did things play out for you according to your expectations well, we didn't quite finish where we uh, had anticipated. Uh, we were coming off a, a playoff year in 2017, and of course, we were hoping to go back to back in the playoffs, and that would be the first time in a in a long time around here that would have happened. And we lost our starting quarterback in the uh, first quarter of the first game of the year, mm. and um, he went down to an elbow injury, and it took us a a week or so to kind of get that figured out and he ended up uh, playing another position for us but uh, that, that kind of changed everything but we rebounded uh, we were in the playoff hunt late in the year but we just couldn't finish it off we ended up finishing strong with a win in game 10 and uh, that gave us some momentum ca- coming into the off season um, but you know everybody sets out to you know go undefeated in 15 and 0 every year but realistically there's only one team in the state that's probably going to do that (laughs) right right uh, we were hoping to get back in the postseason came up a little bit short it didn't always work out uh, the way you intended but it was a great group of kids and uh, they represented our program well we just came up short on in the win-loss column a little bit coach always tough when you lose uh, a a player who's got his hands uh, gets gets the ball in his hands on every snap uh, offensively and that quarterback you're you're referencing a guy by the name of Dane Kenneman and if I'm not mistaken he is uh, at the uh, United States Air Force Academy now is that correct that is correct Uh, he actually reported sometime in June they uh, get uh, inducted into all of their military stuff first before they actually start doing football and uh, his dad has kept me in the loop uh, here over the summer and the off season. And, you know, this kid was a high school senior last year, and his dad sends me a, a photo of him running out of a helicopter with an M16 in his hand, <laughs> you know, a, a month ago. But uh, I tell you, our country will sleep well with a young man like that protecting it and uh, serving our country. And uh, that's just the kind of kid he is and the kind of family uh, he comes from. But uh, it really puts it into perspective. 
uh, what a great job and how fortunate um, coaches are to be in this profession that we get to be around kids like that and and maybe maybe help them get on the right path a little bit or, or be a small influence uh, in their life and as I, I used to always tell him I'm just glad to be on your team there you go uh, he was just that kind of kid yes sir Coach, uh, let's talk about uh, 2019. What are some of your expectations for your program this year? And and also, what are you looking forward to the most? Well, our expectations really center around kind of our team theme for this year. And, uh, you know, we got T-shirts like everybody else. And what we've got printed on the back of the T-shirt simply reads, Preparation, Brotherhood, and Grit. We want to make sure that we are as prepared as we can be. And when toe meets leather at 7.30 on Friday nights, we want to be able to rest easy that there's nothing else that we could have done to get ready for this ball game. Obviously, brotherhood is your team chemistry. How much do you care about your teammates? How hard are you willing to work for them, sacrifice for them, serve them? And, uh, you know, grit, that's the level of toughness. It's a tough game for tough people. Uh, we've got a little saying that goes with the word grit. Who's going to get off the treadmill first? I heard a great story about the actor, Will Smith, a few years ago. Someone interviewed him, and they said, how how are you able to do this? You're, you're a singer. You're a songwriter. You're an actor. And he said, really? He said, I was raised to have grit. I was raised to be tough. He said, if I'm on a treadmill and you're on a treadmill, you're getting off first. The mm. only way I'm getting off first is if I die. I'm not getting <laughs> off that treadmill first. And those are the kind of kids you want to coach. You want kids to be gritty. So we uh, we added that word to it. And uh, those are our expectations. We want to prepare well. We want to be a brotherhood. And we want to be gritty. So preparation, brotherhood, and grits on the back of the T-shirt this year. As far as things I'm looking forward to, we've changed up our scheme a little bit on offense and defense. Not Not because we were bored with it, because we've got just kind of a different, you know, kind of kid now and that gets your creative juices flowing and and that's a lot of fun right now it keeps you on your toes Um, we had a couple coaches retire in the off season so we've been able to get several new coaches on our staff and um, the newness is a lot of fun right now but uh, realistically the thing that I always look forward to the most in a football season is helping each young man and the team maximize their potential if you maximize your potential and really go beyond what expectations were that's when you're really having some fun well how about the challenges that you and your staff face i know you said you got a couple of a uh, couple of folks retiring off your staff but as you bring in new folks and new faces what as a coaching staff what what's one of the biggest challenges you all face this year sure well the probably those were you know the two biggest challenges that we faced um replacing coaches can be difficult um you know, number one, teaching spots have got to match up. Personalities have got to match up. It's never as easy. Hey, we've got a spot. We want to hire this guy. They've got to go through board approval and, uh, you know, just a lot of red tape. So that was one of the challenges in the off season and getting the right fit for, for our program. And obviously the amount of time that you put in, um, implementing your new scheme. The off-season meetings, going to clinics, meeting with coaches who are considered experts with the scheme, uh, you know, those are the challenges that are different than your everyday challenges of just, you know, dealing with teenage boys and, and getting them to all pull in the same direction together. 
Coach, uh, let's talk about some of those teenage boys you're talking about in, in, in terms of players on offense and defense for you. Who are some of the, na- the, the young men that stand out uh, on the field? And, and give us some examples of why, why, you, uh, why they stand out to you guys. Sure, sure. I've got several I'll, I'll talk about here. Um, kind of on the, the offensive side of the ball first, our fullback, Matthew Allum. He stands out because he's a three-year starter for us. Everything you'd want in a high school football player. Strong character, very athletic, just a natural leader. And really, he's a part of a great senior class, a couple more seniors. Andrew Villager, three-year starter at wide receiver for us. Multi-sport athlete, just a true gentleman. Uh, all the teachers love him in the building and just the kind of guy you want on your team. Most importantly, a three-year starter at, at center, Robert Clark. Uh, you know, when that guy's starting as a sophomore, you're smiling. Hey, we got him for three years. Mm-hmm. I'm not smiling anymore because I know he's going to graduate after this year. But, uh, again, uh, strong character, athletic, you know, great leader for us. A quarterback who's very well respected by his, uh, by his teammates, Hayes Herzog. He, he'll make you proud. He's very coachable. Um, sometimes I have to go put my, my, my finger on his carotid artery, see if he's even got a pulse. He's so <laughs> calm and cool and, and collective. And we've got a sophomore running back we're very excited about, uh, Dominic Cosper. And uh, his character and his work, work ethic for a sophomore are, are really uh, second to none. Uh, defensively speaking, um, we've got uh, a senior, uh, Burton Hahn, who's our free safety. Very proud of him. Um, Again, a multi-sport athlete, great student, strong character, athletic, just does everything you ask him to do. Um, we talk to kids all the time. You know, if you're coachable, one day that means you, are, you will be employable. Yes, sir. And, uh, and that's, that's just the kind of hit kid that he is. A couple of the guys on defense, uh, senior Jeffrey Burrell, he started on offense and defense for us over the years. Just a great personality to have in the locker room. Our two inside linebackers, uh, Nathan Anderson and uh, Ryan Fonkannon, uh, just some guys that are kind of your emotional leaders on defense that are, you know, having fun on defense. You know, we're over there running scout team plays against the defense, and, and, and Ryan Fonkannon's barking at the scout team in between <laughs> snap counts. And, you know, 10 years ago, I probably wouldn't have liked that, but I'm like, you know, these guys are having some fun, and, and let's go with it, so. They just really model what it means to be a, a high school football player on and off the field. Once again, Coach Lee Belknap, the head coach of the McIntosh Chiefs, joins us on our conversations with coaches. Coach, you as you're naming these these uh, players off, these young men off, I, I keep hearing high character, high character, high character. Uh, let's talk about uh, some of these guys in the uh, community, in the classroom. Who are some of those guys that stand out? And, and I, I know you're going to probably repeat some names, but I uh, just love to hear what they're doing out, outside of the football field. Well, I tell you what um... – not not to bore you to death with a long list. I've got one really special I wanted to share with you. And he's he's junior, Ben Anderson, and I meant, did mention him before. And uh, he's a junior, starting outside linebacker, plays a little running back for us on offense. And he actually leads a small group at his church of middle school boys, I think 6th and 7th graders or 7th and 8th graders. And normally they'll ask a senior to do that, but he's just so good with, with kids and such a great leader and role model that he leads a small group. I'm not sure what night of the uh, week that they meet, but he's probably got, you know, a dozen to 20 young boys that he is, he is their dude that they look up to. And uh, the church reached out to him and they've asked him to do that. 
And another great story about Ben, um, you know, every high school has traditions, and, and I call this one of our hidden traditions. Our foundation, our motto is win the day. And I know a lot of schools probably use that, but we've used it for, I think, nine or ten years now. And we have this little little deal where if you ever do something really outstanding and somebody recognizes it and, and they come let me know. It can't be one of the other coaches, one of your teammates. It's got to be, you know, a teacher, somebody in the community. It's got to be really something great. We've got a little win the day decal that we'll put on their helmet. And in a 10-year period, we've probably only had about 20 kids that, you know, earn this decal because somebody literally has to call Coach Belknap or one of the other coaches and say, hey, this kid, man, he helped me change a flat tire on the side of the road. And I just wanted you to know, Coach. Mm-hmm. Well, last year, we live in Peachtree City in a golf cart community. Ben was on his way home, and a golf cart turned over. And this lady is trapped underneath a golf cart. He jumps out of his and lifts the golf cart off of her Mm. and uh, helps her basically get, you know, on her feet and get her golf cart going. So he got, you know, a a win-the-day decal for that. Well, this past Friday, we have never given out in anybody's career two win-the-day decals. I show up to work on Monday morning. And a teacher comes to me and says, Coach, did you hear what happened to Ben Anderson at Chick-fil-A? <laughs> For a split second, I thought the worst. Then I thought, no, this is Ben Anderson. I said, what has he done now? She said, Coach, there were two young boys that were sitting at a table behind him, and he heard them arguing. And one of them pulled out a knife, and Ben got in between them, grabbed the other kid, told him to put his knife away, and don't ever behave that way again. So we recognize Ben wow. on Monday afternoon with another win-the-day decal, and uh, I couldn't be more proud to be his coach right now. And, um, you know, these kids like him, they get it. You know, we're here to serve others, and uh, we're going to win the day 24-7, 365, even if it means I put myself in danger. Mm. And uh, some of the people that witnessed it said he didn't even flinch. It was just the right thing to do. And uh, he did. He did the right thing. You know, I'm just glad nobody got hurt. Coach, thanks so much for sharing those stories about Ben. What a uh, great testament to a community guy and, and a, a, a young man who, like you said, just knows uh, how to do the right thing. So, um, and, and I know it's as a coach, you say, man, I'm just proud to be his coach. Like you said, that's uh, sure, that's wonderful. Sure. That is wonderful. Coach, we're going to change gears a little bit. Uh, talk about your region. You guys play in uh, Region 3 over in Class 5. Uh, how is that region shaping up for you all this season? Well, like it does every year, there, there is not an off week in this region. You start looking at the likes of Riverdale, Fayette County, uh, Stars Mill, Jonesboro, Griffin, Whitewater, and uh, you've got to be ready every Friday night. There's there's just not an off Friday night. A very athletic region and a well-coached region. And uh, we will have to play well and stay healthy to challenge for one of those four playoff spots. And hopefully we'll be fortunate enough to represent our region in the state playoffs. Coach, you get your season kicked off uh, this Friday against Monday's Mill. You all host Monday's Mill. Uh, what, what Can you give us a, a brief rundown of the scouting report or what kind of challenges they present for you? Yeah, it didn't get any easier this Friday night, and they will present a whole lot of challenges. Um, we went and uh, scattered them this past Friday night. We had actually played our scrimmage the night before. 
So we went over to historic 12 Oaks Stadium in Clayton County, and um, we sat on their side because it was in the shade, and I think the field kind of leaned that side. They're so big, it, it tilted that way. <laughs> but uh, really just a big athletic football team. Um, I thought they were very disciplined. Um, they're well coached. They've got um, a lot of consistency in their in their coaching staff. Uh, Greg Maynard was there probably eight or nine years ago, and when he left, he handed off the torch to his uh, defensive coordinator, Coach Davis, who's done a fine job with them. They made the state playoffs last year in a very tough region, Lovejoy and Tucker and, and some of those schools. So we'll have our uh, work cut out for them. They're uh, a three-man and a four-man front on defense, and you know, a spread on offense like a lot of teams are. And uh, just to be honest with you, they're the Tigers and they're orange and blue, and they kind of look like the Auburn Tigers. So there you go. <laughs> Coach, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, give you a potpourri question here. I know I had not, uh, had not uh, briefed you on this one, but uh, is there any rule change you'd like to see in high school football? <laughs> you know, after the first scrimmage game, I, I kind of wish we would go back to the regular 25-second mm. clock instead of the 40-second clock starting immediately when the play was over, even if the ball is not uh, snapped. Mm -hmm. I know the whole world has gone to the hurry-up, no-huddle, spread offense, but some of us still like to run the ball, shorten the game, you know, three yards in a cloud of dust, get up slow, hand it to the official, <laughs> take our time getting back in the huddle, let him walk behind the huddle, you know, check the temperature, look around, and then blow the whistle. <laughs> and next thing you know, it's halftime, and the other team hadn't taken an offensive snap. So I, I don't know if this new 40-second clock is going to sit uh, too well with me. And uh, off the top of, the, of my head, that would be number one uh, on, on my list. Um and I get it, you know, at some point we're doing this uh, for the fans, keep uh, that support interested. But I, I really think that, in my opinion, the no-huddle offense has kind of driven the 40-second rule. Um, it will make things more consistent. Um, we've already seen that. Mm -hmm. But that would be – I would probably go back uh, to the 25-second clock. I just, I just kind of like that better, fit my personality better. Wrapping it up here with Coach Lee Belknap, the head coach of the McIntosh Chiefs, on our conversations with coaches. Coach, uh, what message do you have for the uh, McIntosh fan base and the and the folks down in Peachtree City about this year's team? Well, I tell you what. Uh, first thing is, I would just like to thank them for uh, their support. Um, we hit them up with fundraisers all the time. Our community always comes through for us. Uh, they turn out on Friday nights. And, uh, you know, just keep coming. Come cheer these boys on. This is a, a very special time in their lives, and they have no idea uh, the impact that they make on a high school football season. Um, and basically, these are their troops. And uh, come out and see them go to war every Friday night at McIntosh Stadium. Coach Belknap, as always, thanks for joining us uh, on the Turd Ferguson Reports conversation with coaches. Best of luck on Friday night as you square off against Monday's Mill. Thank you very much, Art, and thank you again for what you do for high school football. Thanks again to Coach Lee Belknap for joining us on the Turd Ferguson Reports Conversations with Coaches. Coach Belknap's McIntosh Chiefs will get their season started, as we mentioned, this Friday as they host Monday's Mill. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of the Turd Ferguson Report and our conversations with coaches. 
That's going to do it for us today. Don't forget, you can find us on the web at turdferguson.com. That's T-U-R-D-F-U-R-G-E-S-O-N.com or on Twitter at turdfergusonrpt, T-U-R-D-F-U-R-G-E-S-O-N-R-P-T. If you like what you're hearing, make sure you comment in our comment section or leave us a message on Twitter. Make it a great day, everybody. 